can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me. Ah, I'm hooked on Happy Turkey man. Week. Welcome in on Thanksgiving Eve to the pod. Uh, I'm joined as always by my co-host uh, Jack Spencer, and we have finally completed the full cycle. We have the last member of our league on the pod today. Welcome in, Tommy Mitchell. Hello, everyone. I'm not live from Syracuse, New York. <laughs> yeah, Tommy, how how are you enjoying uh, upstate New York? You getting a lot of snow up there? Um, not yet. There was a big snowstorm that hit Buffalo, but it um pretty much all of it went north of us. Um, are you working like with like students, or are you just like doing straight up like volunteer, like you know, hands on work right now? Volunteer hands on work. I work That's at awesome. um Catholic Charities, so it's um their emergency services branch, which deals with like people who are housing insecure. So are are you like um getting food to them? Are you like helping like build homes like Thai Tennessee type thing? What is that what is that like? Yeah, so it's like I mean we do like a food pantry. Um and then depending on what funds are in, like all of it's grant funded. So right now we just got done with rental assistance and we have funds for like helping people with security deposits and stuff. You got you got to admit, Jack. It's it's hard to root against Tommy. I know. <laughs> I love love seeing that Jesuit education come into full effect. I mean, he he continued it for an extra four years. Um, <laughs> yeah, and we saw we Eight saw Tran. We saw Tran return to Rockers to to get a nice nice comfy job as an assistant coach, bringing home another state title for those soccer hawklets. But uh, Tommy's on the front lines right now. Yeah, I definitely respect yeah. Tommy more than uh, a <laughs> situation. Plus, uh, I deleted my Instagram, but um, <laughs> Sam was showing me the post from Instagram with me. Okay, I'm just trying to imagine myself as like really any grade in Rockers, like finding my like asc teacher because i mean we were supposed to treat those asc as like regular teachers like finding my instagram seeing that profile pic of like tran like holding up like fruit loops and then <laughs> seeing all these photos all these like hype photos like humble beginnings with, like the sleep emoji like how he's really like just centering himself in these like just like <laughs> like it's very much not about the team it's very much about his role in the team it's not about him for the kids. <laughs> no, he's he's way he's way too hype for that. Tran is a long and illustrious one for sure. It is very satisfying seeing Tran being able to um, just circumvent those rockers hair codes now. All those ones he always had to hide from, um, where he like hid his like flow within his own hair back in the days. Uh, now he's just straight up flaunting it, and there's not really anything they can do about it. Uh, well, that was that was nice. A little catch up with the Creighton boys. Um, <laughs> before we get into this week, there was a trade that just happened, and uh, well, it just happened yesterday in process today. And um, you know, while it wasn't necessarily 
super high profile. I do think it is quite significant as I was finally able to get uh, our very own Will Tamke to agree to make a trade. The trade was made. Uh, it's still hard to believe that he swapped players. Um, there's this one reported incident of like Declan or Dawson trading with him once back in 2017, but there's no really written record of this. So as far as we know, this is the first time Will's ever agreed <laughs> to such a thing. Um, it ended up being uh, his boy Latvius, which I knew would strike, would pull it at his heartstrings um, for, and Jerry Judy for Chris Godwin. Um, now before uh, Tommy and Jack, I get into your opinions on this trade. Um, I want to just share what my text conversation was like with Will to get this trade done. Um, so I, I set it up for him. I said, okay, you have one too many startable wide receivers. I have one too many startable running backs. I could use a wide receiver. You could use a running back. Let's make a trade. So I, I laid out the options. And then I said, I told him about Latvius' situation. Um, and then I said, I proposed Judy and Latvius for Chris Godwin. And his response was, why would you give me two for one? Okay. Um, <laughs> so, so I said, you know, I can, I can give up a running back and then I'll swap my lesser wide receiver for your better wide receiver. And he said, okay, well, thank you for that. Um, and then he apparently consulted outside counsel, which I'm interested to know what that counsel was. Um, it might've just been like a brother-in-law, but I thought he was going to ask the group chat, like, if you think it's a good trade, in which case I thought there was no chance a trade would happen. But then he came to me and said, is Latvius not washed? Um, so I said, I'm happy to say that while he is old, he has the running back room to himself. And he says, you know what? I'll make your trade, but you got to answer Killa City one question. And then he sent the gif from the big short. How are you screwing us? So um, <laughs> my lawyers talked to his lawyers. We drew up the contract and, and, and it was made. So um, trade process, no one-ups were made. Um, what do we think, guys? Fair trade, clear winner? Uh, I, I mean, honestly, when, when you trade these bench players, it gets a little like uh, down in the dumps, you know? It's like if one doesn't have like a clear path to a starter, like a Kenneth Walker for a – like a rando wide receiver early in the season, for example, not that that happened, but it was like, I don't know, like the odds that this trade ends up being meaningful in the long run are so slim that it doesn't really like that. I don't really, that I don't think anyone really cares. <laughs> Pursuit. Like, I don't think anyone's mad that they're losing Latavius. I don't think anyone's mad that they're losing Chris Godwin, you know? So it's like, I don't know. You go from there, but I, sure, Conrad, I'll give you, I'll give you some flowers for getting Will <laughs> for making Will do a trade. Uh, I will say this: the Buccaneers' last games, last four games of the season, Bengals, Cardinals, Panthers, and Falcons. Falcons doesn't actually matter because it's uh, after the fast season ends. But um, very appetizing potential schedule. Chris Godwin getting back to health. Uh, to me, this, this could make a big impact. He's definitely my wide receiver too. Now we all agreed that was my biggest weakness. Um, he's, he just had his biggest game of the season. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely hoping he can keep it up. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty cool, but, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'm looking at, um, Chris Godwin and Jerry Judy right now. They're both tied for, uh, 44 on the wide receiving ranks so i'd say that's a pretty even trade you know maybe what throw, <laughs> maybe throwing late latavius though is a, um is an x factor do you guys think that latavius's situation in denver's juicy or do you think it's just gonna get it's just gonna be 
an old man running in a broken down offense. Personally, the only thing you can say about this trade is that you pawned off some Denver players. Uh, <laughs> Austin put it perfectly. Like I ain't touching the Broncos with a ten foot pole. I know you've been streaming Russell Wilson recently, and it's been doing all right. But like, yeah, oh my God. I would rather have not been streaming him. I'm glad that Kyler Murray is not back to full health, and I'll be dropping Russell Wilson. I can I do it right know. now, actually. I just stopped watching the Broncos at a certain point. Like after the Colts Broncos game, I was like, "This is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life." It's it's won. it's torture. And imagine being a Broncos fan. You're gonna watch it every week. I mean, it's it's not like the Broncos are like. I mean, actually, their record now is pretty bad. But at least for up until I'd say a couple of weeks ago, they still were like winning some of their games, and other games were close. And if you're a team fan of the team, you're gonna watch the games. But it's it's actually torturous. I it, it's hard to fully encapsulate. Just how bad those because their defense is really good. So like, which just but, that honestly makes it worse that it's yeah, it does, it does because <laughs> they're in it every time. <laughs> yeah, all their games end like six to nine. It's horrible. Um, <laughs> well, before the trade was made this week, um, I was involved in a barn burner with Metcalf. Um, I, I there were so many different times where the game was called for either side early. It was like Al Gore for Florida in two thousand. Um, it was not decided though. Nassau was sending the photo of Metcalf uh, parenting me as a as a little <laughs> child, um, but that was simply not the case. Um, the it, as you said, Jack Russell Wilson. I mean, he got me ten point six points, which is about what you can expect from a start spot starter, but still painful for that being apparently you know his best game of the season. Uh, oh. Saquon got vultured so bad. Deontay Johnson was a disappointment. AJ Brown continues to underperform. But the rest of the team just showed up in a big way. Washington defense getting 21 points um, against a Houston offense. I think really at this point, um, I think there might be a fair argument to be made that on any given week, you take the defense that's playing Houston de- offense over like any other defense in the entire NFL. Like I would take, for instance, I think this week the Dolphins. I think you got the Dolphins, right, Jack? No, I'm 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 Eagles till I die. Go Dirty Birds. <laughs> This week, um, okay, the Dolphins, I think Campbell got the Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins are playing the Texans. I would rather play the Dolphins over, who I mean, who are the Eagles playing? Like, yeah, sure, I'd rather be playing the Dolphins than the Eagles right now, this week. The Eagles playing the Packers. Eagles are a great defense, um, and you want to ride those defenses. But honestly, like, the off, the, the Houston offense is such an amazing matchup. Uh, they, they can't decide who's their quarter. I mean, the Jets might get into that territory soon. But actually. They, uh, they just pulled Davis Mills. For who? Uh, Kyle Allen, former Washington uh, football team player. <laughs> uh, I I think that's just, I mean, that's what you should aim for right now, especially in your other leagues. If if the Dolphins' defense are out this week, if they're any team playing Houston's out any given week, that's a juicy matchup. Um, but yeah, in the rest of that matchup, I mean, Metcalf and I, I mean, it went all the way down to the wire. Um, I, I had, of course, uh, Najee Harris had a huge game. Garbage time touchdowns. Uh, Devin Singletary, another big game. And then Travis Kelsey on Sunday Night Football. Playing against Patrick Mahomes, Metcalf's quarterback, got every single one of Mahomes' touchdown catches. Then on Metcalf's side of the ball, um, he had an amazing game, putting up 132 points. Um, Huge games from Mahomes, Derrick Henry. um, His kicker, Maurer, got 22 points. Defense got 16. Then Debo looked like he had me beat on uh, Monday Night Football. Debo scored a touchdown, and Metcalf was down by one and a half points. Well, two and a half points 
with a whole half of football to go. But uh, Debo kept cramping up. Uh, the game script uh, eventually phased out the starters, and I escaped with a 1.2 point win in an absolute barn burner. Um, are you guys feeling like Metcalf still looks good to make the playoffs after this performance, or do you feel like just these types of losses are going to keep him out? I mean, the season's definitely not over. Like, I would say there's probably like what five teams still cramming for a playoff spot ish. Like, I mean, me. theoretically. Everyone can still get a playoff spot, realistically, except for Frankie and Declan, who couldn't, technically still could, but probably won't. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm just, like, uh, going through it. Um, it's pretty pretty fun. I think it could be. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I didn't watch, like, any football this week, so I'm just kind of going off vibes. What were you up to, Jack? Uh, well, I went to the Saints game, and then I was in the French Quarter for till like, 11 p.m. I'm sorry, uh, you went to a live NFL game, and you're trying to say that you didn't watch football this week? <laughs> football plural. I watched the game that I went to, but it, it kind of sucked, so I didn't really... <laughs> wasn't it a rematch of that great NFC Championship game, and the Saints got their revenge? Yeah, but, like, Cup was out, um, Daryl... Daryl Henderson was a week for like less than a week away from being cut. <laughs> That's <laughs> brutal. He, yeah. Well, it's weird. Cause he started and he Cam started. Came acres looked great by the way. Um, yeah. Just no one, like ugh, no one really looked good. Like Taysom when he got snaps was doing well. Dalton, Dalton looked like ass except for the one um, touchdown he threw to Chris. Olave. That was like the nicest pass all day. Matt Stafford looked good, but then he got out with a concussion, and then they had, like, a rando from Virginia, I think? Bryce Perkins? Um, Yeah, so it just kind of went from there. Um, And also, I was drunk at the game, so that didn't help. Tommy, Um, did did you watch football plural this week? No, I did not. If I'm being completely (laughs) honest with you guys, I haven't been watching (laughs) football all season. Have you watched the Chiefs? I've watched like a couple Chiefs games, cause we we have like Roku at our house. We don't have cable or anything. Okay. And uh, yeah, football hasn't really been part of my Sunday routine. Tommy, um, I, do you feel like it's been hard to you know, like keep up with KC culture? Mahomes having a great year, the league getting lit up with the pod and stuff like that, or are you just vibing out there? I'm just vibing out here, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, enjoying, I'm enjoying upstate new york for what upstate new york is have you been I, to the city yet no not yet i'll probably go my cousin just moved there so i'll probably go like next month maybe oh, nice. or in or in january bailey yeah bailey moved there she moved to hoboken fellow visit she did not move to the city she moved to new she city. moved to hoboken let's be clear about <laughs> that new jersey new york city. <laughs> yeah i mean I'm, I'm with you there tommy um i feel like a decent amount of the rest of the season for me is just going to be going off vibes <laughs> i've been going off vibes this whole time man i don't i don't know about y'all but this has been like a really weird season for me fantasy wise <laughs> How are your like, other leagues going? Uh, I don't check my other league. Um, wow. I am, I am the commissioner in it, though. So. You don't check? Who are you in it with? Like, your preschoolers? <laughs> no, it's my, <laughs> uh, it's my two lane friends. 
and you don't check it. Uh, it sounds like a real Michael Crow type situation. Well, um, I mean, I set my lineup every week, and I like my draft a lot, but um, my wide rec- I just didn't have a stud wide receiver one or wide receiver two, and then it just kind of fell off. And I don't know. No one really makes that many trades, but I gotta, <clears throat> I gotta do, I gotta do some stuff in that league. Maybe I can go on a run. I'm also four and seven in that one, Conrad. I know you just said you were. Yeah, in the in all leagues, my my family league actually, I I uh, <laughs> I helped draft like four of those teams, and all four and all four of those teams are better than me. Nice. Uh, uh, almost like what what would have happened here uh, in, in your situation, Tommy. Um, and uh, despite not following much this year, you you had another huge win this week. Uh, as Frankie said, Frankie had one of his best weeks in a while. Um, you know, 98 still isn't an amazing week, but definitely a week that will win you most weeks. But it didn't even matter because Tommy just went off with his boys. Um, of course, he got some extra points there at the bottom with Joey Sly. But yeah, I mean, in general, um, Josh Jacobs, who you've been cursing every day, um, had <laughs> re- returned to strong fantasy relevance. The, uh, the Joe Burrow trade that we all cringed at, uh, Burrow continues to... I think he's outpacing Josh Allen, if I'm not wrong, since that trade's been made. Yeah, he is. Allen actually had a pretty weak game. We can get to that later. But um, And, yeah, I mean, uh, really uh, just going against a guy who named himself New Tommy, um, very much an insult against you. Um, it, was a, it was a statement week because you showed uh, you're the new something, but you're not the new Tommy, as, uh, as Tommy consistently puts up 120 a week. Yeah, yeah. He's doing doing a great job, Tommy. Love to see. I him. just I'm just sticking with my boys. I like my team right now. You're just riding them out, holding on to you know, money, uh, money, Mike Boone. Yeah, that uh, that seventy dollar um waiver <laughs> seventy five dollars <laughs> <laughs> for for uh yeah Daniel was it Daniel Boone, Mike Boone, money Mike, Mike Boone, <laughs> Mike money Mike Boone. Uh, <laughs> The $75 on uh, one player at the beginning of the season really kind of... Uh, no, it's an all-time moment. <laughs> yeah. But now that backfield's cleared up, it's Mike Boone's time. Yeah, except he's on IR. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you can sneak him in your IR spot, Tommy. Yeah. Um, Jack, good Jack, would you mind pausing the recording for a sec? I need to go grab stick. Well, Frank is trash as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely a great win for you, Tommy. On on Frankie's side of the ball, I mean, I I think this is where we start talking about Sacco watch for sure. Um, which is which has definitely been unofficial on this pod. We've we've talked about potential Sacco. There, there's been some people who have ebbed and flowed. Um, Will's name had been thrown around at times. Tommy's name had definitely been thrown around at times. I think you got to put Adam start putting Adam into the mix, um, even though. I'm sure he'll tell you that he's way closer to being in the playoffs than he is to being in the Sacco. Um, <laughs> but, but truthfully, right now, um, Frankie and Deshay have really started digging themselves into that um, with a whole game behind anyone else and time running out. Um, I mean, we got to start thinking about if this Frankie team can either stave off being in the Sacco or win in that Sacco game. And I have to say, I definitely think he's in a better position now than when we were analyzing his team the last couple of weeks. I mean, we've looked at his team and been like, wow, they are just, like, broken. Like, this team has, like, no star power. Jonathan Taylor is, like, horrible. And he's, like, was the last guy that he traded for. Um, Jonathan Taylor has definitely 
uh, been back. He's he yeah he's he's come to life. He had a had yeah. a very solid game against an amazing Pittsburgh defense. Um, he sorry, a f- amazing Philadelphia defense. Um, and David Montgomery is getting more opportunities. He's definitely on that up and up. Um, yeah, I think I think in general, of course, C.D. Lamb, um, as always, is just on a monster tear right now. Um, again, for for a team that we saw as far and away the worst team, um, I think things are leveling out a bit here with Frankie's team. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely. Uh, I don't know. I think that trade was more fair than people wanted to give it credit for. Um, especially better. Or the one I did with Frankie. Um, especially, it's a better offer than Tony Pollard and Tyler Boyd. I I I didn't have any problems with the trade when it was made, like I did with you and Tommy's trade. Um, and actually, it's, it seemed like this that trade actually was better for you than the Tommy trade has been so far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. We'll get to it in a sec when we get to my team, because I have to double-check how much points I scored. But I don't think I broke 80. Um, yeah, Jack, you know, we can just jump right into that, actually. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> better, I mean, yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to win regardless when you get 140 dropped on you, but like, I don't know, man, this is definitely, I just got to throw a team out there at this point. <laughs> like, I got some good players, but we're just going to have to see, like, I don't know, like, I definitely think I can win this week. Pretty much just because of a, um, well, I have a couple reasons. Um, Josh Allen at Detroit's lit. Like, that's a lit matchup. It's going to be a Thanksgiving morning matchup. Gonna... Jeff, Jeff Wilson at Houston's lit. And then Michael Pittman at Pittsburgh is also lit. And then... Uh, no, I'm not sure why we're using that kind of language, but um, I'll, I'll let it slide. <laughs> a little too uh street for you conrad oh no quite quite the opposite actually <laughs> a little too uh blue collar <laughs> no you, you're you're getting a little closer it's actually the the reverse of street uh in in the year of our lord 2022 um <laughs> jack a little, <laughs> a little too, too leewood not enough brookside <laughs> <laughs> jack i i agree that your your team can beat me this week you have some favorable matchups, and your team still remembers. So your team still remains one of the best rosters in the league. However, as I've been saying the last few weeks, you didn't want to hear it, but as I've been saying, I think well, Conrad, that I believe Conrad. I agreed that that was definitely a case, but I also didn't agree that like with five weeks left in the league, that it was by far over. Which I didn't say it was by far over. I was just yeah, giving yeah, you. Yes, you did. You were like. Uh, you know what? Sure. Me. It's by far over for you boys. You're not making what? the playoffs. And I called it two weeks ago. Um, okay. I disagree. I mean, I still might not make the playoffs, but like, I just, I don't know. I think it's, I think I could go on a run still. Cause like, I don't know. My boys have just been underperforming, and then catching that L versus Dawson sucked because that was a week I did well. But yeah, like, I've just been catching some bad breaks recently. But um, I think you're going to keep catching those going against. Uh, I think teams near the top. Uh, oh, actually, all right. You got the you got the Dche matchup Declan, next week. I got Declan and a crippled Telford. I think it's very doable. I forgot about that. You got the Declan draw. All right. Okay. I think that there's a path still for you, but um, we'll see how you're feeling after next week. Um, anyway, though. It's definitely going to have to be the bigger deal. I don't know. I mean, the, the real bad part 
like there are a couple key things that didn't make me hit my floor this week. <laughs> it's not a floor if you're consistently not hitting it. I'm not consistently not hitting it, Conrad. Okay, <laughs> fine. It's not a floor if you have been under that floor three times since you declared it to be your floor. I've been under it twice since I've declared. All right. I'm I'm shooting fifty percent. You're just in the basement. It's, it's it, it, your floor is officially seventy nine points. Well, Conrad, <laughs> you did uh, score that this week. Is what I'm hovering around. <laughs> I mean, it's mainly because Josh Allen, Justin, my my essentially my three studs fucked up, and then I yep. didn't start Josh Palmer. Like there was You're, a lot of uh, there was a lot of stuff to be missed. And um, and th- th- this was a I mean I I don't know to say I don't know how Damian Pierce ended up getting eight rushing yards uh, in a in a obviously a loss uh, they got down early but still that's just horrible coaching um Justin Jefferson also had a horrible game script against Dallas so that one's a wash Josh Allen I definitely think we have to start knocking down our expectations of him a little bit I think he's projected to get like 25 against the Lions which is fair because the Lions suck but you know maybe tamper those down a little bit not think of Josh Allen as the best QB in fantasy I think we can start thinking of him as a guy with a QB1 ceiling with a floor that can get pretty low actually in these games i mean his team scored 30 he's been doing crazy turnovers recently yeah he was the first he's been he was the first one to 10 interceptions on the season and it's like i i think conrad do you think josh allen's mvp campaign is is over well it, it, it definitely should be over but i think mvp campaigns are all about momentum and narrative Mm-hmm. Um, so I, and I, I would never count them. I mean, the bills literally beat the chiefs this year, so I'm not, I'm not going to count them out. I'm sure Tommy was rooting on the bills in that game since he's such a big Northern New York people need a win. Um, not but, um, I didn't, I did not watch that game, which was a bummer. I was all games, all games for you to watch this year. That might've been, well, we we'll, lose we'll, it. Play, we'll play again and the stakes will be higher. Will you watch all the playoff games, Tommy? Um, I'll try and watch the Chiefs and the Bills. It just kind of depends on what I got. Oh, I'm talking on. about yeah, the, the the Chief playoff games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, well. the Chiefs are going to be in the Super Bowl, and you're going to be like, "What's the score right now? <laughs> <laughs> Who's playing?" <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I mean, if you guys are interested in the odds at all, I have them pulled up right now. But um, right now, uh, Mahomes is the only one with negative odds, with Tua, Jalen, and uh, Josh Allen all floating around like plus six hundred. Uh, I would. I right now definitely have Tua at my number two, both because he's got the narrative and because I mean, legitimately, he's leading the NFL in a lot of um, per game categories, and he also. Yeah. Um, it's, it is still true. I don't think this is going to stay true, but it's still true that in all games that Tua has started and ended, he has won every single one of those games. So, um, it's going to benefit. Um, I think what's going to give Mahomes the edge is just like the, who he's doing it with conversation, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, that's the narrative like, as well. Like when your number one wide receiver is Juju and your number two wide receiver for Tua is Jalen Waddle, like I don't know, like definitely, definitely no knocks on Tua. Like he's had a great year, but I don't know if I think if Mahomes can get the one seed, it's pretty yeah. Much over. The, the fact that they've given the MVP the last two years to Aaron Rodgers just for being like the quarterback of the best of the team with like the best record, at least in the NFC, 
Um, I mean, he had a he had a he had two solid se- I mean, great seasons the last two years. But um, I mean, you might have expected like voter fatigue, like people not really interested in that the second time. But they they still gave it to him. So um, yeah, I, I I definitely think that I don't think Mahomes is experiencing any voter fatigue yet. He's only won one MVP. Um, yeah, I think this. I don't know when the last time that's happened, but um, I think this will be the first time in a very long time um, that someone wins a MVP, Super Bowl, and Super Bowl MVP all in the same season. I, um, yeah, it's, we can. Uh, let's. I don't want to get too. Speak, yeah, no, I was gonna. Allen <laughs> conversation, but uh, speaking of can, the reigning, the camera. Yeah, the the reigning MVP, Aaron Rodgers, on Cambo's team um, on a on a on a bye week for Tua, he got the job done and. Let the rest of the team go to work. I mean, Tyler Bass, of course, in that crazy Bills game, getting six field goals, um, tw- 23 total points. That was that that would have killed you uh, in most regular weeks. Um, T. Higgins having an, having an incredible game. Uh, but really, Jamal Williams, I think, has to be the story of Cambo's team um, this week and going forward. Uh, I don't know if you guys have any Jamal Williams talk in other leagues or if you've been following the Lions running back. Actually, I know you have, Jack, because you, uh, you have Swift in this league. Um, yeah, I mean, would you rather have does Williams have more fantasy value right now than Swift going forward? Yeah, I would say I would say literally just because of touches. Like they they just get. I think I think Dan Campbell is working on like he's gonna want to get himself fired. Like I think that's what the Jamal what? <laughs> thing is. Like I don't know. Like it is so textbook. Um, please fire me. Conversation if you're not using DeAndre Swift. Um. I don't know. Like his touchdown, his touchdowns um, <clears throat> for Jamal Williams are like what's carrying him. Obviously, that works well, like <laughs> with any running back, you know. But I think DeAndre Swift just has the not higher ceiling, obviously, because he doesn't get the goal line carries, but at least like more explosiveness. Mm. Um, honestly, I think Dan Campbell is gonna get fired after this year, like. He's had two years. He's had great offenses, um, and I think I think Hard Knocks definitely boosted his stock. But do you think I within really, the Lions organization or just with fans? Um, I would say just like in, especially with I would say with uh, just general media consensus. You know, like no one's yeah. calling for his head, even though he's had like two bottoming seasons with not a terrible roster, in my opinion. Um, and especially he's coming in as... Hey, the Lions are the are the number two in the division right now. Yeah, but, like, really? I think we should be looking at total yep. bit, like, win-loss total in general. Tell me, um, I, feel like, I feel like you're a big Lions guy. Me? Yeah, I mean, Detroit is another city that needs a win, you know? Yep. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd root for the Lions. The Lions are on a three-game winning streak. Um, Jack is trying to rip into the boy Dan Campbell, but um, he's on fire right now. And uh, I mean, they might Brian Flores him, but um, as of now, uh, well, actually, the, the Lions have a chance to play against the Bills on Thanksgiving. Um, I don't think anyone's going to fault the Lions if they lose that game. But if they win that game or if they get embarrassed, I think that might change the conversation about the future of that organization, uh, well, if there ever will be a future. I also think what might happen is um, if they end up with, I mean, this three way, this three game winning streak isn't happening, but like that's not helping. I mean, but if they're, um, 
you know, if you bring in a new quarterback, right, you typically also bring in, like, a new coach, right? We've seen it happen a ton. Mm. Um, Cliff Kingsbury with Kyler, Sean McVay with Jared Goff. Um, Andy Reid with Alex Smith. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's uh, the changing of the guard typically has, like, a lot of uh, roster implications. So if they end up with a um, <clears throat> if they end up with a Stroud uh, Le- Levis Levis how do you say his last name I I've never heard the Kentucky dude um, Will Levis and, is he uh, projected to be the number one draft pick right now No, but a lot of people are saying I mean obviously a lot can change and quarterbacks move a ton um, in between the draft and the end of the season. Like, I know Justin Fields fell a ton. Like, Mac Jones and Fields both – or Mac Jones and Trey Lance both, like, jumped over him as the consensus number two, which he was following the um, end of the season uh, two years ago. But, you know, right now it's probably going to be, like, Stroud one, Bryce two – um Maybe Will Anderson at three, and then Will Levis at four. Well, you boys know where that draft's going to be happening, right? Oh, I'm going back for it. I'm Tell me, will you be at the NFL draft at Union Station, Kansas City, 2023? It's in April, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> That's <funny. laughs> I'm going to do my damnedest to come back. I'm so excited. I'm like a big NFL draft Yeah, guy. you're a big draft guy, Jack. I feel like I feel like that would I'm be you in your, in your bag. I'm bowing on that volunteer budget, so uh, unless I take take the three-day long training. (laughs) I enjoy the draft more than I do the Super Bowl, like, for sure. That is a crazy statement, especially if you're factoring in the Chiefs Super Bowls. I've been on that grind, Conrad. Don't you worry. That's true. Yeah, no, I remember remember high school Jack, he was always talking about the draft. Um, He wanted Voldemort to be drafted to the Chiefs, just like me. Um, we got Mahomes instead. Um, yeah, I, I was screaming bloody murders, but um, <laughs> didn't mean well, to. In the end, we got a really stand-up dude. Well, you know what they say. Well, actually, I think Tommy taught me this lesson. You can't always get what you want, but if you try sometimes, you'll get what you need. Um, now, moving on to a game where, you know, I think the loser really did not get what he needed this week. Um, Adam, putting up 103, you know, that will get you a win most weeks. But it was never going to be enough to beat the consensus number one right now, the Empire, who I think is legitimately operating with a 110 floor right now. Now, I will say, Justin Fields is definitely on pack watch. Um, I know that they I, – I, I heard on, on like a podcast they were like – they have both called him day-to-day, and they also haven't ruled out the idea that he has a season-ending injury. So <laughs> – that just insane range of possibilities right now with him. Um, I think at the at the very least, um, Field said Wednesday that the injury to his left non-throwing arm is a separated shoulder with partially torn ligaments. Um, so he's going to test it out. Yeah. I think you can probably expect him not to play this week, which wouldn't be the end of the world for Naswat. He's got a very serviceable Tom Brady sitting on the bench. 
Um, I know, but his his floor just changes, or his ceiling yeah. changes so much with Justin Fields out now. It changes, and it's also obviously going forward. I mean, the big concern here is that Justin Fields. Can he run? There, there's a reason that Justin Fields was available on the waiver wire until week like eight, and in all my other leagues, he was also available till then. He was not doing well. I mean, his he he was heating up a little bit, but he started the season thirteen points, eight points, five points, ten points. And he started getting 17, 18, 23. That's when he got picked up. And he's got nuclear since then, 26, 42, 39, and then 22 after getting taken out early in this last game. But it's all because he's been running, you know? I mean, yeah. he's he's still he's still he's only broken 200 passing yards once this year. He's been closer to a hundred a lot of weeks. Um he he only gets one or two touchdowns each week in the in the throwing game. But in the rushing game, I mean Tommy, I'm not sure if you're following this Justin Fields story, but he, uh, before being taken on the Atlanta game, he already had 85 rushing yards. Against the Lions and the Vikings, he put up 147 rushing yards with two touchdowns and 178 rushing yards with one touchdown. Um, That is, the 178 was enough to break the record all time. Most rushing yards by a quarterback in one game. Um, I think Noswad had officially broken fantasy. He was he was there. He was he was the runaway, and uh, now we definitely have to monitor this. Um, but with a serviceable week from Justin Fields, the rest of his boys did the work. Um, nothing too spectacular here, I think. Um, I mean, he had Etienne on bye, so he had to play um, P- Pacheco, who was doing very well, 107 rushing yards. Um, I know we've had we've had um, plenty of like combined rushing a hundred yards games, but he's been our first in a long time. <laughs> I I think that's true. And Clyde just went an IR, so I think Isaiah Pacheco. I mean, Noswad might have actually a problem now. I, if I'm Noswad, I don't want to give him any ideas because his boys are already really good. But if I'm on, if I'm Noswad right now, I'm seeing that I have Miles Sanders, Aaron Jones, Isaiah Pacheco with a now injured Clyde and Travis Etienne. I mean. You gotta start Etienne and Aaron Jones every week, um, oh, yeah. and you have to be choosing between Sanders and Pacheco. You don't want to leave either of the value on the bench. If I'm Noswad, I'm probably trying to package one of them and Hawkinson for a better tight end, um, just to continue to just fill in all of his team's deficiencies. Um, just continue to perfect that team. I will note though, the trade deadline is coming up. I think it's in seven days, so we'll have one more week of being able to watch guys perform before the those last trades will have to be made. Um, I think a lot of teams, again, are kind of settled in with the rosters they have. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Noswad right now, definitely with a problem that a lot of teams would love to have right now. Yeah, I mean, it seems really good. I don't think I don't think that's an understatement for anyone. Like, <laughs> it would definitely be a, an upset if he ends up losing this year. Oh, like, no. I, I, I think that in the playoffs, any given week, you can just have a down week. I agree. Like, I fully agree. But, like... His team is so awesome. Like, yeah. Like, if he blows it, that would definitely be um, like he let that one slip away. You know, having the having the wide receiver one and the wide receiver two right now. I mean, that is you would expect the rest of that team to be horrible, but uh, it is not. So, Noswad. I mean, I I think a big part of why you're so good is because of the trades you've made. I still think your draft wasn't that good, but shout out to. Uh, again, proving all the pundits, including us, wrong at the start of the season. I mean, um, 
Although we always did believe in you as a manager, I will say that. We we, we knew you'd figure it out, just maybe not this well. Um, Adam, though, guys, I mean, Adam is officially – Adam's on that pack watch, like I said. he uh, Tommy, you jumped him in the standings. I'm sure that felt nice getting out of that Frankie Dichet area. Ooh. Kind of after this trade in logo, you trade you change your logo to like this like Raven Eagle thing. Um, mm-hmm. And it's your boys fun. are on the rise for sure. After removing that like diagram of like male genitals. Um, nope. I, <laughs> yeah, that was one of the worst ones. <laughs> We're still. <laughs> I'm not sure what's worse: a, a, a medical male genitals diagram or just the football helmet the football helmet that Waiko's finest and new Tommy <laughs> to hold on to and of course that lone cigarette sitting at the bottom of the standings as always <laughs> too fitting too fitting for Disha <laughs> I don't I don't know <laughs> I don't know what's 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 wrong with actually you know what um we can I'm actually going to jump uh rearrange schedule a bit um oh no actually yeah, rearrange your schedule a bit. Get to that game right now. Dishay versus Tamki because this was a very important team for both game for both teams. Um, and it was a total stinker. I mean, Dishay put up seventy, Tamki put up seventy-seven. Um, uh, Dishay finally got a ve- got a solid game from Herbert. Um, had a big game from Ayuk, who had two catches for two touchdowns. Um, but uh, two players getting negative points for his boys um, could not take advantage of Tamki getting a combined. Less than one point from McKinnon and Kadarius Tony. Two sexy picks to start at for the Chiefs this week. Um, do you guys see? Okay, what is more likely? Declan doesn't play for the Sacco. He gets out of that, or Tamke makes the playoffs. Declan gets out of the Sacco. He's <laughs> 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 a seven seed right now. Yeah, you don't believe in the boy? Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah, but it's weird. No, I, I believe in Tamke, but I also believe in his uh, ability to choke. <laughs> <laughs> he just got Latvius, which is big for the culture. True. His kicker is still gay. Um, <laughs> he's he's a big gay pride guy. I know he always likes to talk about it um, every week at the apartment. Um, he's now in Kansas City, and of course, uh, Jack. If Jack can pump up this podcast uh, soon after the recording. You will, I'm probably not going to edit it. I'll probably just set, send it out. Uh, well, hopefully Jack will sprinkle in a little bit of edits. Um, I, I don't – well, I this is this is a fun tidbit for the rest of you. I don't have, like, any of my normal editing stuff. Oh, <laughs> it's all oh okay. On my other, it's all on my other laptop – or on my PC at, in New Orleans. So, so Jack have doesn't have to devote that extra two hours that each of us have to spend every week taking turns editing the podcast. Good to know. Um, well, it's, all, it's the holidays. <laughs> no weeks off. No days off. Um, uh, Conrad, I gotta. Okay, yeah. Well, I was just I'm, saying that. I'm telling you right now, I'm not editing this one. So I was just tell, saying that. Well, at least cut out the part where I get up to leave for a second. I don't even think that's gonna happen, Conrad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, that is not good to hear. I'm glad to know that we got to be pitching a perfect game going forward. Um, yeah. Uh, Tommy, I think, stepped away for a moment. But Jack, what is your take? Do you think, do you see Declan or Tamke more likely to accomplish those feats? Uh, it was Tamke making the playoffs or Declan getting out of the Sacco game. Ooh, well, ooh, ah, 
probably Declan getting out of the Sacco. But I don't know who it would be. It would probably have to be like, ah, ah. Let me look at the standings real quick again. Well, before I, before I give my final judgment. For our fans at home, um, Will does have the second to least points in the league. Well, actually the third to least points. It's very close, though. Will doesn't have a lot of points scored, which will not do him any favors in those tiebreakers. And Declan has the second least points scored and, again, is a game behind anyone who's not in the Sacco. So it's it's going to be a little difficult for both those teams, but definitely still within their realm of possibilities. you got to look at a – yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, – no, it's pretty bad. Um, I just need to – got to do some things. Got to gotta look at the gotta look at the schedules going forward. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, I, gotta, I don't know. But also, it's like there's no use worrying about that kind of stuff, you know? Hey, I mean, this is the stuff that keeps me up at night. I've taken a more lax approach to fantasy this year. In oh, as you've been losing more games? No, no. Just like as I uh, – I think this podcast just has helped me um... – Vent? <clears throat> no, just like a not bottle it all up. <laughs> well, I guess, yeah, I vent. <laughs> I feel like I haven't been as angry this year. Like, if I lose, I lose, you know? Um, well, I can't I can't really argue against inner peace, um, although I will say I hear a different message from you every week depending on your final result. Um, the last game... No, 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 no. <laughs> the last game of the week, um, it was Telford, it was Joe. This was another good game. Um, there was a while there that Telford looked like he was going to lose and your boy Conrad was going to be able to jump into that by spot, but um, a huge game from Kittle um, kind of put that thought to rest. Um, also, just in general, uh, a, a good comeback week for Telford that was mostly carried by Kittle and then, of course, Tony Pollard. I don't know what to do right now with Tony Pollard. I mean, I don't have him in any leagues. Then my I guess you're not doing anything, Connor. My, my, my girlfriend, uh, whose roster I manage, has him in our fantasy league. And I, she has like a lot of good running backs. So every week I'm like, well, Zeke's healthy now. And, you know, the Cowboys like giving it to Zeke. But Tony Pollard is – I am fully on the Tony Pollard is just better in every way than Ezekiel Elliott trainer right now. Like, well, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's the same thing with A.J. Dillon at this point. Like, there's no reason to uh, give him, like, snaps over Aaron Jones when he's just – A.J. Dillon has officially become like a Kareem Hunt. Just a very valuable handcuff that becomes very good if the main guy goes down. But I think going into this season, especially where you drafted him, we were expecting him to be a lot more than that. We thought that it would be very much a two-pronged attack where A.J. Dillon would be getting a lot of goal-line carries, a lot of touchdowns, um, a lot more opportunities than he really has. Yeah, I mean, I think the bigger issue is that, like, the Packers in general have been ass. Dysfunctional. Yeah, like, had they gone in with this roster, but, like, the energy of la- – like, but they performed – to the level of last year, I think AJ Dillon would be a start every week. But like Devonte Adams, though, I mean, I mean, yeah. I you know the, the the wise man Colin Coward says that uh, back in the day, wide receiver used to be you know the just you know the a little bit of frosting on top. Uh, a guy, a great wide receiver can make your team um, more dynamic. But now, great wide receivers really just change the entire. Uh, planning of the offense. Uh, I mean, we saw it with Tyreek. I think we're seeing that right now with the Packers. Like, I don't think they have a good wide receiver core in general, 
But that one guy, Devontae Adams, I think totally changes. And as you said, kind of the energy of the team. Um, but I think, again, that's a result of losing Devontae Adams. It totally changes what this team is capable of. Yeah, it's a pretty fun year for to be a fantasy football player. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Conrad. I'm... I'm, I'm going up uh, <laughs> um, de- definitely yeah, though I don't, um, I don't know what's going on anymore <laughs> definitely though a a great showing from Telford I think Joe uh, he's he's still uh, looking to be in a very good position to make the playoffs um, but I will say he's lost three games in a row just three weeks ago he was six and two he now stands at six and five uh, this may be a Cambo situation where his team just significantly cools down and um, it might get hot right when the playoffs start. I think he's still done enough where he can kind of limp into the playoffs, but um, definitely more in question right now of how much of a threat he is to those top teams. Um, I I still like my initial... Um, actually, if you go back to the episode, I still like every single seed that I gave to the potential teams. Um, uh, even that, that, that includes you, Jack. I, I, I a little bit of flowers. Yeah. Honestly, if I'm being real with you, I don't think I'm making the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I still believe in this roster. I think that I, well, look, I mean, I, if Josh Allen keeps putting up like, tw- like under 20 point games, then okay, sure. I, I, I agree. I, I think that might not be enough for your team, but, um, I, just, I would, I think I would solidly need to win out. Like, uh, Okay, that's that's actually fair. Um, I think, but it's like my only real worry is you this week because I think I can. Guess. I think you can beat the other two guys I, you have on your schedule. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. I think it's we'll just we'll just go from there. Uh, Tommy, are you back with us? I am back with you. All right, perfect timing, Tommy. We are headed to the last segment of the pod today. We, you know, we're heading into rivalry week. This is a big week for a lot of teams. Um, just in general, we're all back in KC. Obviously, we're going to be with families tomorrow as a lot of fantasy action will be happening with the World Cup as boys are in town. Just, just a lot going on at once. But um, as we set up, as I set up the rivalry week matchups uh, a few months ago, I decided to make two rivalry weeks because I found it hard to essentialized teams and their rivalries. There are, there are a few that were a little more obvious than others. Some were just like really hard to choose between. And some like, uh, like Telford, it's like, well, Telford's kind of everyone's rival and no one's rival. So <laughs> that was a little hard. <laughs> um, so I, um, I, I wanted to do a quick audit with you guys. And um, just, just I'm mostly off of vibes, what you know about these guys, but also what you know about the year about our teams. Um, who was everyone's true rival? If we were to, uh, you know, have just one rival week next week, next year, um, who would that matchup be? Or maybe it's like a Michigan situation where Michigan State's biggest rival is Michigan, but Michigan's biggest rival is Ohio State. Um, either way, um, I'm interested to know what you guys think. Um well, I think we'll just... I'll, I'll break it down. I'll break it down. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so without double-ups, or with including double-ups, um, let me check real quick. Let you check really quick. Well, I'm just... I'm, I'm pulling up a list of the league because I don't want to forget anyone. So, reminding, this is not a one-for-one, one, so someone it's can not. have some, 
someone can have some, others can have others. Yep. So I would say for Dawson, it's I would say it's Declan. The one and the twelve, of course. For Telford, mm-hmm. I say I'd probably say Adam. Okay. Um, for Conrad, I say me. Okay. For Joe, mm. I say Adam. Mm. For Anthony, I say Tamki. Yeah, that's fair. For for Riley, I why, say why why Anthony and Tamki? Because it's that SGA election, twenty eighteen. <laughs> two big cigar smokers. Um, two two men who um, have cr- temporarily faded a little bit from politics, but have a promising career in politics ahead of them if they choose to go back to it. But I, I think Kimbo just needs I think to start wearing a suit. Will's too nice of a person to go into public office. Well, Will is currently working on taxpayer dollars at the DOJ. I know. He's, he's making me proud. Yeah. Um, Sorry, but please okay. continue, Jack. So for Riley, I would either say mm, – I would probably say you or me, Conrad. Yeah. You could maybe say Dawson. Um, for Tampke, I say, um, I'd probably say me, honestly. Oh yeah. You guys hate each other. (laughs) 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 I just, I talk a lot of shit on Will this year. And then, um, for me, I say you, for Tommy, I say himself, maybe, I (laughs) Maybe Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't know. Tommy. Getting a little deep here, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the mirror, Tommy. Biggest enemy to your fantasy football. Biggest enemy is is the ESPN app. <laughs> <laughs> it's so confusing. <laughs> His mom when he turns when she turns off the Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's the worst. Uh, no, I, I'd probably say Declan. And then for Adam, I say I'll say Telford or Joe. And then Frankie all hmm. Frank, Frank oh, camera. Frankie yeah. camera for sure. And then for Declan, I say Dawson. Now, um, Jack, I, I thought those were so solid that I won't necessarily give my full own list. I do have some uh, some opinions on that. I, I do think that it's, it's, it's kind of hard to choose my biggest rival. I don't think it's Tamki. I thought that that might, be a, that might be an option going into the year because we were living together and, you know, he's also a league OG. But I've seen from uh, sometimes a lack of heat from him um, <laughs> as well as just in general, I think, the history of our matchup, uh, the Tamki matchup, if, if you go by league history, um, I think he has yet to be, beat my team. Um, I, I can't call that a rivalry. Jack, the pod, it's hard not to call you my biggest rival. Um, you, 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 and, you de facto are my biggest rival, I think. Um, I think actually, according to our league history, you've played me the toughest. I only have a 500 record against you. So I think you're probably my pick. But as far as like, I think intensity goes... I gotta say, Metcalf. It's always a it's always a dog fight between me and Metcalf. I mean, you saw it from this week. Metcalf and I were always like texting each other like gifs, like to like. It, it gets tough when like Metcalf sends you a moon, and you're trying to think of what that means, and you realize he has Darnell Mooney, and he's got a touchdown. I mean, that that 
That hurts for sure. <laughs> I mean, you gotta, you gotta I, send it a wave instead. <laughs> that's what you would have sent, Jack. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I got to give a shout-out to Tulane. Move back into the tw- top 20. Um, and, it's impressive. Mm. Whoa. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Jack, did you just make a trade in the middle of the pod? I did. I did. I texted Dawson. So, Tommy, um, if you are not following, uh, Jack just, and Tommy just, sorry, Jack and Noswad just agreed to terms. Dawson Knox for George Pickens. So, um, it seems like Dawson is, I don't know, maybe he's gearing up to make the tight end upgrade, maybe package George Pickens, one of those RBs, and Dawson Knox. He's calling it a blockbuster trade in the group chat. I don't think that's fair at all. Connor, Connor, let's get some live reaction. <laughs> well, okay, okay. <laughs> I think this is definitely less significant yeah, than you think. Sorry, I what? George Pickens for uh, Dawson Knox. Also, Conrad, can you push this tr- through? Because they play tomorrow. Yes, I I don't think anyone in the league will have any objections to this. I will push this through. Yeah, we can. Right. I mean, we can do that live, Jack. Why, why, why don't why while you give me your um. While you give me your uh, philosophy on this, yeah, um, why don't you well, why don't you give this to me? Dawson's always been hounding about a tight end, and now that Kyle Pitts went down for the season, I'm just yeah. like, okay, I'll just go get someone to stack with Josh Allen. Plus, I mean, the juicy matchup versus Detroit is nice for this week. Um, plus, they're both they both have had their bye. You know, I'm just. He said I can't get Hawkinson, and then I was like, but I was like, I probably want. Uh, <laughs> Metcalf said absolute snooze fest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's it's not a crazy trade by any means. It's definitely worse for me to play against Noswad Knox than it is to play against Logan Thomas this week. So, Jack, definitely raised your chances a bit of a victory this week. Uh, and as you said, this is the one matchup that you really feel like you're worried about right now for the rest of your season. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's definitely, I mean, any, anything can happen, but like, this is definitely a must win. Like I would say I need to win out to have like, like I, if I win out, I should be able to make the playoffs, but if I don't, it's going to come down to like other stuff happening, you know? Yeah. I mean, cause if you don't win out, then I mean, I think you're screwed in any tiebreaker because of your points scored. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I like I could edge out Tamke and then like not win out. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, let me look here real quick. Um, All right, I am upholding the trade. Tommy, what do you think? Who do you think won this trade? Who do I think won this trade? I would have to do really well to pass Hammer, well, but yeah, I don't think that's happening. I need a I need a like a Jax lineup current lineup because that's not a bad tight end. Yeah, I mean he he does share names with Dawson, which is definitely not good for his team's locker room culture. Giving up that kind of name. My, uh, you know, I, I just think went from fifty-four percent to or forty-six percent. But I I I boosted one percent in the projected winnings, Conrad. Nice. Sorry, Tommy. Our, please continue. I'd say Jack wins that because Jack needs a tight end more than Noswad needs a wide receiver. Well, yeah. I think a, I think Dawson literally like. I mean, I was looking at his team. I think I could have just waited him out as well because he has someone in IR who is currently like not 
and IR, I think. Oh, that's and true. Yeah, he has he has David and Joku, who is also a very solid starting tight end. So he definitely needed to give one of those up. Yeah. Okay. All right. Those were your live reactions, Jack. Um, I guess, I guess, I guess my last note on those, on those, on those uh, opinions is, um, I think ultimately what this shows is that, um, as I've said before, some teams just have multiple rivals, and I don't think you should feel bad if you are not your rival's biggest rival. There's just a lot of history in this league. Um, You know, sometimes you know the the uh Declans of the world have a lot they got to compete against um I think Declan's been really driven into the ground a lot uh in the past like half a decade for this league um but um I mean I actually I think he made the playoffs um one of those years but anyway um it's always a it's always a good matchup for the culture um and yeah Tommy would you say that Jack missed any of those I know we we're talking about a little bit ago after that trade but um would you say he was accurate with those uh, rivalries? Do you feel like your biggest rival is yourself? <laughs> I'd say I'd say my biggest rival is Declan. All right, why why would you say that, Tommy? Mm. I mean, I've seen those videos from the cross country locker room. I chirp I chirp him the most, you know. Oh, for sure, and he's given you a lot to chirp. He's given you a lot of material in recent years. Yeah, he is. I need to I need to text him after this and. Dig into him. Just remind him that his boys are trash. Yeah, just remind him that his boys are scum of the earth. I, I like. I mean, I in all seriousness, though, Tommy, you if you win this matchup, you have a very winnable matchup against him this week. Um, if you win this matchup, and uh, for instance, let's say Jack loses. Uh, actually, I'll say this: if you win this matchup and Jack and Tamki both lose, you are all of a sudden the seven seed. And very much like one game away, or maybe it'll be two games away. But still, again, I think if you win out, you got this. So, um, yeah, this this rivalry is definitely alive right now. Declan just trying to do what he can to avoid a beer 5K. It's been a while since I think Declan's laced up those running shoes. Declan having to do an ALS Ice Bucket Challenge and a beer 5K back-to-back years would just be... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he had to do that. He, he's a cold boy. He had to dump ice on his head, and then I think we all have a gentleman's agreement that the Spear 5K <laughs> will be done with not much clothing um, in uh, the month of uh, like early January. So I'll definitely be excited to see that one. If I have to go out to Manhattan to see it, I'll still do it. The ALS Ice Bucket Challenge in early August. That's That was the funniest part. Very late. <laughs> okay, I have one more question related to this. What do you guys think is the league's greatest rivalry? Mm, I'd say Mojica and Jack. Wow, that is that's that's a lot of flowers, Tommy. Those are those are two pretty routinely uh, competitive teams. I think that's you know, true. They, they they run the podcast. They're always chirping. I I would say that's fair. Uh, it, it was a lot more hostile teams. in previous years, but now it's pretty fun. <laughs> um, I Jack and I actually between our teams the last three years we have uh, we have two bronze, uh, a three silver, and a gold. So bringing it home for the country, Olympic style. How um, many other original, like original, original first season of the league 
members oh, are they? Conrad and I, Conrad we got, and I were just talking about this. Yeah, we got we got um, me and Jack, then you, Tommy, and then we also have D. Shea and Tam. I, I thought I missed. I thought I missed a season. No, no <laughs> you didn't. You might have just not checked your app <laughs> one year. Your junior year or sophomore? No. Well, junior year was when you drove your car into a tree while you actually auto drafted Tom Brady number three overall. <laughs> uh, so that definitely wasn't the year. Um, <laughs> your house. No, Tommy, I, I know for sure you've been in the league every year. So that's kind of funny that you don't think that. Um, but yeah. Of, uh, Mayweather. Yeah, May- yeah, that was, that was the Mayweather Pacquiao fight. That was Mayweather. No, it wasn't Pacquiao. It was a. Uh, fuck, what's his name? Oh, Irish dude. The Mayweather McGregor fight. Oh, you're right. Yeah. It was that was Mayweather McGregor. Um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely been some boys who feel like they've been around for the whole league history, like uh, Metcalf and Noswad. They came in, um, you know, the they came in like one year late. They came in one year late, and it was the first year without Michael Crow at the helm. So we, I mean, we we trimmed a lot of fat too. Like Conrad sent me the list of all the people who. Used to be on <laughs> I'll, I'll you know what. For the sake yeah, of yeah, for, to, I'll, I'll close the pod with this. Um, it might it might take a, a second. Our, a <laughs> for ri- to rivalry week, all the rivals we lost. Oh, <laughs> be sure to add the uh, be sure to add the taps and some rifle shots after I say these names, Jack. Um, <laughs> here are the hall of former league members. Um, some of which I think are still close with us some of which I think some of us are not good friends with, and some of which I think we are unsure if they are still on this planet. Um, Zach Pitzel, who I saw uh, two weekends ago. Uh, Sam Tordy, who I hope to see soon. I know Jack sees him all the time. Uh, Mr. Campbell, Colsa Rockman, Matt Tehan, Dylan Cease, Jake Jester, Michael Crow, Nick Hodis, Joe Massman, and Nate Lukey. I might be missing one, but that's a lot of former league members, I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were just rotated. Like, I feel like we, at a certain point, we definitely reached a happy medium. Anthony was a great get. Um, Telford also a great get. As Frankie. Like more active. Frankie, as always. I wonder and what Cole Swap <laughs> Yeah, I too would love to know what Cole Sorokman and Dylan Cease are up to right now. Cool, Sir Achman, Dylan Cease, if you're listening to this podcast right now, you know, give us a ring. <laughs> we all, wait, hey. Wait, wait. I know what I heard from Dylan Cease. What? <laughs> we, we, all sang, we all sang Lean On Me Together at a few masses, so we all know that if you need a friend, we'll always be there as someone to lean on. <laughs> wait. Okay, wait. Keep talking. Keep talking. <laughs> um, Tommy, <laughs> I guess uh, if you could bring back one of those former league members, who would you bring back? Ooh. You know, seriously? Yeah. Probably Tordy. Yeah. Hey, Just, apparently, according to Jack, Tordy's getting into fantasy now. Yeah, but I dra- I drafted his team and it was gas. But that's because he was, one, of, one of the team members on it, one of the team members for him literally because it's a family one and then <laughs> there's one team that's literally just the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> like every single player is the Packers? Yeah. That would work some years, kind of, but <laughs> that would be a very bad yeah, team this year. 
Okay, wait, I get Dude, it. I still have, like, Crow, and then, you know, having Dylan Cease back in the league. Jack, is that the Dylan Cease Velociraptor yeah, yell? Yeah, wait, I'll play it again. That was a big moment for the culture. And I guess with that, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad we were able to keep this one under an hour and ten. Um, as always, guys, Jack, at least, very least, do the league the service of adding in the intro and the outro I'll music. Add in, I'll add in something for the intro. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> All Good right. Job. Well, Tommy. It was so great having you on. Um, I'm happy to hear that you're doing good things up in upstate New York. I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. Jack, I will be seeing you in a few hours. Um, Tommy will be sending you photos and videos of um, arguably as important of a holiday as Thanksgiving, Blackout Wednesday. And with that, um, have a happy Thanksgiving. Um, Be with your family and friends. And uh, we love you. Be safe in upstate New York, Tommy. Yeah.